Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's premier podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, Mr. Michael Dots. Words with Dots, queued up, ready to go. Never underestimate the value of a good public image. Nice and short, nice and sweet, right? I love it. Especially after the last one, that was deep, that was a long one. It was a long one. It was good, I liked it, I listened today. Um... Also got Andy Mack on the ones and twos, as per usual. What's yeah. happening? You remembered me this week? I did. I did. Right, I forgot <laughs> you once. You and Rachel never let me forget. Oh, we'll get out of the way just now. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Hi, Rachel. Rachel. I have to apologise. Although, I said that to Rachel that day, I was like, <laughs> we forgot to say hello to you. However, it was the sports-free episode that you requested, so... Can't have both. Exactly, yeah. That's what I said. She seems happy <laughs> with that. She also gave us a nice wee shout-out on her Facebook today, so thank oh, you, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. While I remember um, looking at your, your MacBook, there's the new MacBook Pro out. You think about switching? You have an extra 5,000 pounds that you want to throw at that? I had a look at it and <laughs> built up my kind of model on the, the Apple Store. It was like four grand. Oh, yeah. I was like, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying, like, oh, that's within my price range. Oh, I yeah, fucking hell no, man. <laughs> 400, maybe. Look, if you're going to take this podcast seriously, you're going to have to. <laughs> so you can find us on uh, email at gmail.com. Once again, we are still on Twitter, MSF underscore podcast, and Facebook, Monkey Surfight Podcast, and on Instagram, just search Monkey Surfight Podcast. Monkey Surfight Podcast, all one word, yeah. Yeah, like you say, come back with us, like we always say, if you feel that you have something interesting you would like to talk about with us three idiots, <laughs> feel free to get in touch, and if we agree with you, we'll let you come and speak to us. <laughs> not even, um, not much feedback, because it's been a couple of days since the last one. No, I haven't had any, actually. Yeah. Well, so that was we're coming to the end of our we had our bumper bonus series, yeah, and we'll still be dotting them in here, there, and everywhere. But uh, normal, normal uh, production will be resuming soon. Normal service, normal service, <laughs> yeah, normal service. So it's uh, it's just the three of us this week, uh, just to sort of catch up on current events because we've been guests to do our nuts recently. Yeah. So if you're only here for the guests, you might want to just sign okay. off now. But if you're still with us, <laughs> uh, we're going to give our takes on the, the hot topics. I got a couple of things from the the list from my trip to New York that uh, we could go over as well yeah, if you're happy to, to chime yeah, in. One thing that's kind of a current events thing, if we're going to dive right in, um, did you guys talk about the Kylie Jenner thing while I was away, about her being a billionaire? Oh, we didn't, man, but I, I was... I was <laughs> So a recurring thing with a very minor feature, and that was going to piss me off big time. Oh, why? Because they set up a GoFundMe to help her become a that billionaire. That is what bothers me! Oh, man. <laughs> like, never mind all the hungry, starving people in the world, or even the fucking animal charities. I didn't Let's, even think of it that way. Sorry, I didn't even think of it that way. I thought it was, if you want to give her money, buy her products. Yeah. That's the way you give her money. Don't just give a rich person money already because you're like, mm, well, I mean, she deserved to be a billionaire. Yeah, well, yeah. Fair enough. I couldn't pick her from a lineup. I don't. I can't tell between her and Ariana Grande. I, all these sort of like <laughs> what? All these sort of like twenty-year-old female superstars. Yeah, I, it's not my world. So I, I, I just don't know. They're like Megan goes, oh, there's that one. I was like, which one's she again? Is she the singer or the entrepreneur or is she a Kardashian or is does she, she have a sex tape? So that yeah. narrows it down to about forty-six. Yeah. Who did she blow? Or was blown by? Like, I just don't. Ah. <laughs> But the, the big debate I heard on a couple of podcasts I, I listened to was whether Forbes, because she was on the cover of Forbes, whether Forbes is right to call her a self-made millionaire. So I, I, I've heard arguments both ways. Um, the, the argument saying that she should be called self-made was that 
there are plenty of people that have the same amount of influence and power that her family have. Mm-hmm. Well, not plenty of people, but enough people, but still don't end up being billionaires. So yeah. she still had to get out there and had to grind for it. And the other side is, well... The thing is, as well, man, I, I don't get... like Because it's the same in respect, like, it's like Donald Trump... I was like, no, you started off with a, a relatively small business loan of a couple of million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And you went bankrupt a million times. Whereas Kylie Jenner, let's say she might have started off from a place of power and influence, but she's not just resting on her coattails. Mm-hmm. So, you know I mean? so as much as like, I couldn't pick her out from my lineup, fair foul She's obviously worked for it. Yeah. She's exploited a gap in the market. She's used her, her image and her, her celebrity for her advantage. So. Yeah, I think the thing that that rankles with me is that although our success and that's commendable mm-hmm. it's comes by virtue of our privilege yeah you yeah. know as we say yeah. so it, you know yes yeah, she's had um, an extra bunch of steps up the ladder ahead of everybody else but she still had to kind of use that to make yeah that's extra money I mean, as I mean. like Mike said there's loads of people who have just my family is rich I'm not going to bother my arse yeah I mean, whereas she like seems to have, yeah, <laughs> she seems to have put in some work and actually put out a product that she thinks people will buy, and she's used a famous celebrity to her advantage. So it's worked, yeah, yeah, fair play. Her. See, I wouldn't necessarily call her self-made. No, she, I think she's a, she's a hustler, though. You know, yeah, she she's, went she's, out she's and an she's, she's a business person, yeah. and that deserves respect, whether you're male or female, black or white. But yeah, she's she's used what she has to her advantage. And so, where can you be? self-made at do you have to be poor to be self-made can you be middle class and be self-made you've got to come from a a a place where that wasn't your your job but what's self-made though I mean self-made to one person might be I've got a billion dollars in the bank self-made to somebody else might just be I've set up a little business I own my own house and I'm quite happy doing my own little thing my own little part of the world what what is self-made I reckon self-made to be see I it's a little great I reckon like you say it's probably to Put a bit of a harsh spin on it, but you probably do have to be poor. Yeah, not even so much poor, but you've come from a place where you have, because we are, like, you've not got a job anymore, so you're working for yourself. Mm-hmm. You've taken that plunge. I think it's moving through the social classes. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, like for instance, Grant, who we had on. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, he'd started that barber business from a chair in his spare room, mm-hmm. and now he's running two successful shops, mm-hmm. and he's making a living. I would call that self. That's yeah. self-made. Yeah, do you know what I mean, he's a success. To where he wants to be a success, I imagine. Yeah. Like, see, you could say that he could create a chain and go massive. But it depends what are your goals. Yeah, do you know what I mean, he's managed to set up one successful barber shop in a small town like Perth, yeah. and another one in a big city like Glasgow, which is going to be a lot tougher. Mm-hmm. So he's self-made. Do you know I mean, he's made something from himself, but he didn't have fame and celebrity to rely on. No, she had the platform with yeah. with the, the celebrity thing. Then that allowed her to get the endorsements for Instagram and all that. Where she has legitimately gone out and made her own. I think I, I, I defy anyone to not use what they have as a springboard. Of course, yeah, you have to. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah I mean, maybe maybe it's even just as much as you'll give more kudos to someone who started from nothing and has made something of themselves. Yeah. Whereas she was never going to struggle financially if she didn't do all of her business exploits. No. But. At least she's not relying on that. So are we actually all sitting here in agreement saying, well, fair enough, she's had an extra couple of rungs up the ladder to start with in life on mm. pretty much everyone else, but fair play, take your hat off to her. She has, oh, of course. Well, yeah, she, yeah. She's made almost a billion dollars off her own back. Do you know I mean, has she probably got more of a fortune than her family did in the first place? She definitely yeah. does. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So then, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, 
Aye. Whereas like guys like say like Trump's never really bothered his arse. He's been bankrupt about fifteen million times, and do you know what I mean? Like, like, he's an arse. <laughs> do you know what I mean? She now he's the be, president of the United States. The thing is, I, I don't know much about her, but do you hear much about her in the paper other than her business stuff? Is she a fairly? Yeah, she's pretty quiet. I mean, I haven't, you know, hasn't had to do a porn tape like her sister. Same so. like what was that? Was that boy? What's his name? Gary Beadle off a of Geordie Shore. Yeah, he oh, was he's a, hustling too. Yeah, now, so yeah. he was a he was a tyler. Yeah. You know what I mean? He used to have to get up at six o'clock in the morning and fucking tile folks' bathrooms. <laughs> and he got on a Geordie Shore, used that to his advantage, and now he's a millionaire. Yeah. yeah, and he wasn't getting paid millions of pounds to do Geordie Shore. He's done. He's used his money, invested it right, set up his own businesses, and it's fucking hustling, like you say. I knew that show was over when they showed them. It was one of the last seasons that I've watched. And it showed them all going to the house in the beginning, but they all had ridiculous cars. They all had like BMWs and Range Rovers. I was like, oh, this show's fucking done. Yeah. They're paid. <laughs> they don't need to go on the yeah. show anymore. I don't know, dude. And I've read like uh, bits now that they hardly even drink when they go out now. Oh, yeah. There's like shots of, it's like shots of water in that because you can't get that. Because like, they're all, in, all the guys anyway are in great shape, and there's no danger you're getting in that shape when you're fucking tan and drink every single night. Of the I week. always wondered that, yeah. They must not really drink, they definitely don't drink as much as they make it out to be. No, no they glamorize the lifestyle. Oh. Even though when you're that age, you can probably shed that shit pretty quick, you know what I mean? Oh man, those are the days. And all the sex that they have as well, you can burn all those calories. See, I, mean, I, was, I, was, I was talking this before, like I say, I am, I am broken right now, like, yeah. Like between the last sort of five weeks, and I've been out doing something every weekend for the last five weeks, and I am buckled, man. Like, so how was Matt's party? It last we left. Oh, it was excellent, man. Yeah, it was a great night. Like it was a, uh, it was just like it was good because it's seen all the sort of close folk in one area. Yeah. Because even the people that live in Scotland still, a lot of the group live out with Perth. Mm-hmm. So it's very rare that we all get together. Because you know what it's like being an adult, man. It's a nightmare trying to see people that you live in the same city as. No. So it was great. Like you say, because we had the poker night on the Friday and then the party on the Saturday. So it was... Still mad about that, but anyway. <laughs> but um, no, it was good, man. Really good night. Heavy night. Yesterday was a was a grim, grim affair. Like, we just... Well, me and Chuff just sat on the sofa. Went and seen Riley for a couple of hours, went for a walk down the river and that, and then once he went home, went straight back to the couch. Yeah. And then I fell asleep about eight o'clock on the sofa. Oh, no, and as you know, I got a chippy, ate that, went through bed, and by eight o'clock, apparently, I was dead to the world. So what's uh, what's Chuff like with the hangover? Uh, she's not too bad. I think, see, apparently, I'm a, I'm a bad influence because when I'm hungover, I just like to eat. Like, <laughs> I eat a ridiculous amount of food when I'm like hungover. Like most men. Yeah, like I'm like a bottomless pit, and then I suffer for it. Is it you get into this when you're older? Like when you're hungover, if you eat shit food, it then stretches your hangover out into the next day. Yeah, because your body can't handle the shit food anymore. No, I don't get that. The only time that the hangover stretches out to the next day is because I've had three or four beers. Then I kind of take the edge off. My body is literally like a no toxins zone. Like I can't even smoke when I'm hungover. Like. I'll try sometimes if I'm feeling alright and two puffs I'm like ah, nope it's not today <laughs> why is that though why do you think I don't it's know why it's just because your body is already because effectively what I read and I'm probably going to butcher this total bro science but the reason you get hung over is because your body becomes that used to your process to needing to process all the alcohol yeah that for a day or so you become addicted to it so the hangover is your body withdrawing from the alcohol that you've been taking uh, the reason you get hungover is because you're dehydrated. Yeah. But I actually went to Google that there, Jordan, just to double check that 
you know, I wasn't talking shit. I think I'm probably <laughs> paraphrasing probably. <laughs> the main cause of a hangover is the ethanol, the alcohol in your drinks. It's a toxic chemical that works in the body as a oh, diuretic. So you need uh, Matt Hooper here for this. He'd be good. Oh, he he would. He would. Um, just bro science. Which makes it. you go to the toilet more and you become more dehydrated as a result. So really the best thing to do is slug a litre of water before you go to your bed. Well, I kind of put anything on my body when I'm like, I go into survival mode. That's what I did. When I came back from that poker night, I came home and drank a bottle of water and went to bed, and I still felt like shit the next day. I guess, the, annoying, the weird thing was is I wasn't too bad yeah. after the poker night. I don't know if that's because I'd stuck to beer all night, and it was like we were out in the fresh air all night as well, so it wasn't too bad. But when we left here, we went and bought a bottle of Buckfast, and from those perfidence, we started drinking that on <laughs> Mill Street, and by the time we got to the venue, it was gone. I saw that in one of his pictures, and I was like, where did they get that from? No. I didn't know you drank Buckfast. Oh, I love me a wee Buckfast. Really? Yeah. On special occasions, I have been known to dabble. Ah, Andy, yeah. do you partake in the Buckfast? I don't really like it too much. Nah. It's no, thick. It's, it gets stuck in your teeth. It's an acquired it's taste. It certainly is, yeah. I've been to the Abbey, but oh, yeah. it was when I was a kid, yeah, my dad my Uncle Dave and that were absolutely fucking wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> He's handed all the free samples, like, right. And somebody set off the fire alarm in the middle of the night, eh? Trying to blame the kids. What's they fucking off? <laughs> we in our bed, eh? You were it in the bucket. It was fucking one of you. So, I thought you meant at the Abbey, the pub over there in Craig. I was like, do they no, sell Do they sell it there? Down in Devon uh, at Buckfast Abbey where, where they make it, so... Probably. I'd like to go now that I'm older. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. Monkey yeah, Surfit right. trip. Mm. We should do that. When I just, we go there after we go there. Go fund me. Once we go there, Bournemouth. I'm glad you said go fund me because I just got a text from uh, our, our listener and, and, and designer Andy Henderson. Did you see that he was MVP of? Uh, Did you see the interception? They got the photo. Of? Hell yeah! Oh, Talented man. young man he is. Oh, he, uh, my comment stands true. He confuses me sexually. <laughs> and I see him on that American football field, man. The guys and. Animal, he's a savage. Boy, he's just pure technique. Like, I used to love watching him play. Like, I he, he just sent me a message um, saying that I had a good idea. Did you see the idea I tweeted out about the barber shop that was boxing themed? Did you see this? No, no, I was right, 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 cool. So, um, I saw on one, I think it was on the Badlands page, the, the things that they have, what do they call it? The covers that you put on yeah, the apron, the apron, yeah. yeah. It said uppercut on there, and I was like, it would be awesome to have a boxing themed barbershop. Mm. All right, hear me out. Okay, right, okay. so uh, the boxing themed barbershop, I'm trying to find my thread here. So, boxing themed barbershop, you got pictures of boxes on the walls. You know how bo- barbershops have like mm-hmm. shit anyway, you know what I mean? All over the place, Rocky Marciano picture. but. Let's say that you have four barbers, but they're in the ring. So each one has a corner, right? They're getting their haircut, each and they're in each ring. And when you're waiting for your haircut, you sit outside the ring, like, as like as if you're you're spectating the fight. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, um, oh, hold on. And then uh, every time someone's done with their haircut after they're done cleaning their station, they ring that bell, ding ding, you know, because they're ready to go, we're ready to rumble, you know. <laughs> and then instead of having like the aprons to wear, you get like the silk robe that the boxers come out in. How about that? Do you know what'd be really funny is if the guy had to cut your head with boxing gloves. Do think we can get the Badlands guys to sign off on this? Just to, uh, uh, you know what, man? You do you, bro. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna tag her in this. Make sure he listens, and uh, maybe he'll get. If you guys have any ideas on what we can do for. The uh, 
the barber shop idea. Just uh, shoot them over to us. Monkey on sword fight barber shop. Yeah, named uppercut though. I do like that. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, I used to use that's the pomade. That shit's the bomb, and it smells amazing. Too. Is it? Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll have to go through them to get licensing, man. You know. You get some of the beard gel for yourself. Right? You know what? I'm, I need some beard butter. I need something to kind of smooth it out. Mine's just too curly. I need to have something that's going to make it. Tell man, straight. you didn't even need the expenses though. You know what I just use? Chuff's got that Nivea face moisturizer. Yeah. I put it on my face and I just run it through my beard as well. And it fucking is the best shit. Bomber. And do you brush your beard at all? I comb it down if it's getting a bit wild. Mm. But I watched a load of things online because I was just like, I need to get my beard sitting better. Yeah. So I use a shorter one down the sideburns. A slightly longer on the bottom and apparently if you want it the right sort of length to cut it to there should be a thumb between your Adam's apple and the line of your beard oh. that's the ideal place to cut it to to get the good shape okay I'll do that tonight I need to shave anyway I feel like a savage so I'll do that tonight nah, I'm jealous of your beard game because you feel like even when it's short it looks like a beard yeah it looks full and I have to keep a bit of a length to mine to keep it sitting but now that we said that we're doing Movember I really don't want to put any like Effort oh, into fucking, it. You guys doing November, right? Yeah. I'd better care if I could rock a pedo moustache like that for a fucking month. <laughs> Going about yeah. cutting about for a whole month. Mate, the thing is, at least you have to be a pedo. At least, when you, at least when you do nah, it in November. It'll be creepy on me, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, Let's be honest. Any man, like, I'm scared that this double chin that hides under here. <laughs> this beard is where I keep my handsome. You know what I mean? Like, Chuff's never seen me without a beard. I'm fucking scared, bro. Speaking of pedo, did you hear this R. Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> Not you, but just talking about this. Speaking of pedo, awesome segue. Did you hear R. Kelly has this 19-minute song now called, like, I Admit, and he's, like, talking about all the stupid shit that he's done over the years? I haven't listened to it, but I'd like to listen to it. <laughs> but oh, I don't yeah. want to kind of support anything he's doing because he's such a creep. Oh, fuck. I could give you... I've just Googled it. There's a Vulture article with the eight worst lines on his new 19-minute song. Please read them out. Read them out. <laughs> oh, wait, so please. this one... Um, wait, coming in at number eight. <laughs> I admit, quote, I admit I fuck with all the ladies, that's both older and young ladies, but tell me how they call it paedophile because that shit's crazy. Oh, God. Okay, that's that's far too vague. <laughs> yeah. That's too vague. Mm. Right. Um, yeah. Number Some seven. Are absolutely huge, though. So oh, okay. Maybe pick this. Uh, he's just a man, y'all. <laughs> Look, I'm just a man, y'all. Not a monster or a beast, but I admit there are times when these girls are so fine they'll chill with an N word for a week. Oh, oh I nearly did a Kendrick stage. We would have beeped it out, it's fine. I'd make with a thing here so can give you a five minute lecture, but that's not okay. Listen now! You're flushed. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that's. Uh, I'm gonna have to, you're gonna have to post that article up on the page and we'll never yes. look at that. Yeah, so <laughs> 19 minutes, man, it must be a. Must be a piece of a song. Nineteen minutes. That shit is one guy got to admit to. I remember Joe Joe Budden. I know, right? (laughs) If anyone's gonna make a song that's nineteen minutes long, it's gonna be that guy. (laughs) Joe Budden has a song called Ten Minutes, which is very, very good. We'll we'll save that at the end if we do the listening thing. But uh, anything else from R. Kelly? Yeah, he doesn't know what a sex cult is, so he addresses that. But he's sure he's not running one. (laughs) He also addresses that. But if he were. That's what it says here. But oh, if he were, but I should say, but if he was, it's the woman's parents' fault. And then what? the lyrics to like back up all that. Whoa. He then goes on with the lyrics to talk about how he's scared of going to jail like Bill Cosby, and that he's just a man, y'all. He thinks Spotify was in the wrong, and he uh, feels misunderstood. No way, funny, R. Kelly. Read the room, mate. Read the fucking room. <laughs> so, this yeah. is not going to win you. Any, you know, no one's going to listen and goes, "Ah, he's not a bad guy. You're a bad guy, R. Yes. Kelly." 
But we still love Ignition Remix. Ignition yeah. Remix. <laughs> and I believe I can fly, I stole my jams, but. I haven't listened to R. Kelly in ages, though. Oh, yeah, the Ignition came on at Matt and Vicky's party on Saturday, and I had that grand old time. Should you grab an underage girl and get freaky? No. <laughs> Almost caught I him. did someone. Till next episode. I felt bad for Chuffle because somebody put on Pony by Genuine. Oh. And then chucked Megan into a seat. <laughs> I continued to. Oh, what? I gave her the full Magic Mind treatment. That is a great Monster song. Monster Heard is awesome. a great fucking song. Genuine had a, his, his time. Oh, that song was just a baby making tune. Speaking of uh, um, music, musicians, uh, well, Jay Z and R. Kelly did have an album. Do you like that album, actually? Well, that two albums, Best of Both Worlds, one and two. I don't know if I've listened. I didn't know that existed. Uh, what? You gotta get that shit. There was a really great song on that, but the rest of it's not so good. Yeah, the first one's better like. than the second one. But um, I, I don't know if you guys, again, didn't touch on this during the uh, my absence, but the, the Jay-Z on the jet ski uh, stuff. What? Have you not seen Jay-Z on the jet ski wearing a helmet, first of all? Have you not seen this? I have not seen this. Oh my gosh. And the memes that come with it. <laughs> and the it. memes that came with it. I was in tears looking oh. at that. They actually photoshopped him on a, a motorcycle with the Sons of Anarchy guys behind them. But he's wearing like, <laughs> but he's wearing like a, a helmet, like a bike hel- bicycle helmet. It's hysterical. Um, but they are really good. We'll post a bunch of those on the, on the My, my favorite thing I've seen on social media the other day, I'll try and see if I can find it, it was the, the game posted a picture of Beyonce. Yeah, and I was just like, if that was anyone else, you know, for a fact, Jay Z would have something to say about it. But I don't think anyone wants to beef with the game, no, because he is probably the only actual gangster still making music. He's like, he comes from that background, that kind, of, that kind of gangster background, and in the last like five or six years, he has put on a shitload of muscle. Like he's just been in the gym heavy, and I've I've seen videos of him fighting too. He's got hands, so he yeah. can, he can fuck somebody he put, up. He put, uh, put up a photo of Beyonce on his Instagram. This is Hove's wife, so I mean no disrespect by posting this. <laughs> Nor do I need the hive to kill my comments. B times a billion, lol. Just saying, if any woman wants to skate past me this weekend looking like this, I have absolutely no problem with it. And it's a picture of Beyonce on rollerblades, <laughs> looking like a total smoke show. Yeah. I might add, but I was just thought if that was anyone else, you came for the fact you'd be like, what the fuck, Jane? As soon as someone's like, who posted that? The game. Never mind, man. It's good. But, <laughs> yeah. That goes to show how much respect Jay Z has too. Where he's kind of like, hold on, I, I want to put this out there and just say, I mean, no, no disrespect, but well, who was because so, who was it that slagged off Beyonce and? Their Instagram comments are just all Beyonce's fans posting a million bees. Was it Kid Rock? Yeah, it was Kid Rock. Yeah, he slagged (laughs) off Beyonce. And now, like, anytime he posts on Instagram, it's just bees. This has been happening since March, I think, too. It's crazy. (laughs) Uh, Rihanna also posted a a boomerang of her looking looking pretty pretty nice. And um, the... The tweets that followed it were all hysterical. It was just all masturbation jokes. There was one about... You know how people just write, like, they... Write stuff over a picture. It was like a guy, <laughs> a guy holding a belt behind his back, like he's gonna go hit his kid, and he's knocking on the door. And then he wrote like my meat on the door, so he's gonna go <laughs> and beat his meat. It, it was crazy. Well, I don't know. Everybody thinks she's so hot. I don't know. Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not I, I think she's a good girl. girl. Like, yeah. I think she's a, just, she seems a bit mad. She's no Beyonce. Let's be honest. No, day, no. she's no Beyonce. But she seems a little too spicy for me, Rihanna. I don't know. She seems like she's... She's intimidating. That may just be because we're terrible. We're little men. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. She, she seems intimidating. No, but I know that... I say, like, let's say that they had those same personas, you know, Rihanna and Beyonce, but they were like girls in Perth. Uh, I would... 
of, of course, if I was single, I'm not, and my girlfriend's great. But like, love you, Connie. But I think that Rihanna would kind of put me off a little bit, not because she's not a beautiful woman, and it's just her whole persona is just very strong. And yeah. I'm kind of like, nah, I don't know. If Bro, it's- if she was cutting about with Beyonce doing the tune, right? She'd be like fucking Beyonce's ugly mate. Like, <laughs> no <laughs> way! Get the fuck she out fucking of would be. <laughs> You always see that kind of like one hot button she's always got like one ugly mate to make her look even better. <laughs> right, moving on. <laughs> Andy sets her straight. The tweets. The tweets. Uh, There's two people who were talking about the tweets. Yeah, uh, so the one I got was James Gunn. Yeah. Um, now I didn't really know anything about this. Mm-hmm. And it was explained to me by Chuff that he got into a Twitter spat with some right-wing types. Shock. And they, they went digging into his old Twitter. Yeah. And some pretty shocking... Like, there's no, there's not to forgive the things he said, but there were some pretty shocking things that he said on his Twitter. Yeah. Um, and he claims... And he says as well that he's apologised for these things in the past, and he apologises for them now. He's not trying to hide from them. Mm-hmm. But uh, he said that, like, at the time he, was a, he, was a provo- he thought of himself as a provocateur. Yeah. So these were things to say to shock and to try and amuse. Um, and he's since said that since he took on all these films, he's tried to grow as a person. But um, I was like, it's, it's always unforgivable the things he said. Yeah. However, he has apologised for them previous, and it's now since it's been brought to the forefront that he's was sacked by Disney. Mm. Now I I was listening to a podcast today, and they were saying that. Disney surely knew about these things because a company like that, if they take you on board, they obviously, they deep dive into it because they're going to have PR people whose job it is to look out for things like this. So you're saying that Disney, a company like Disney or any company these days should go through people's social media to see, hey, we're going to be investing millions and millions and millions of dollars into you. We want to make sure that you're not going to do anything to jeopardise that. Or you've not said anything in the past yeah. to jeopardise Or if there is, we need to know about it so that if something happens. But it seems to me that they've just... Right, you're sacked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like... The difference is, like, he'd apologised for these things a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Or so I'm led to believe. And someone's trying to compare it to the Roseanne stuff. It goes, well, the Roseanne stuff was... She never apologised until after she'd lost everything. Yeah. She was riding with it until yeah, a few yeah, she was, yeah, she was like, she was standing her ground. Was he's coming and saying, like, look, these were from a time, and I was, yeah, I said these things because I was trying to be shocking and edgy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, that type of humour comes out in my work as well. You look at Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. look at anything else that he's done, it has that type of feel to it. Like, have you ever seen a film called The Belko Experiment? No. It's a film he done last year, it's on Netflix, really, so it's, in a, it's like an office space in, oh, I can't remember, it's like Sri Lanka or something like that. And it's like a, a Western company and they have an office full of American people living over there. And one day, uh, all the doors of the building are completely sealed. Mm-hmm. And the people are told, and a voice comes over the tannoy saying, there's 20 or 40 of you left in this building. Within an hour, three must be dead. And if they aren't, we'll start killing people. And they've all got like a tracking chip in them yeah. that they're sold when they get the job that that's put in there so that if you're kidnapped, they'll be able to find you. It turns out it's an explosive device. Uh-huh. So they have these people. It's a fucking great film. That sounds really good. It's, it's, honest, man, it's absolutely brilliant. It's got um, the guy who plays Dr. Cox in Scrubs, John C. McGinley. Oh, I love him. He's yeah. in it. Um, James Cameron's brother's in it, who is also in the Guardians of the Galaxy films as well. 
James Cameron, the director. James, no, James Gunn, sorry. His, oh, brother, okay. his brother's in the film. And it's honestly, it's fantastic. Only about an hour and a half long. Okay. But it's fucking good. Well, and good. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's not like a family friendly one like Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's edgy, it's a bit gory and stuff like that. So, look, I can understand why they've sacked them, because mm. at the end of the day, they're a business. And it's Disney, too. And it's Disney, yeah. yeah. I think, though, the fact that these things were dug up purposely to sabotage them. Yeah. Because obviously the right wing are unhappy that people that keep coming out like Roseanne and are getting punted are getting this thing done. So I think you've got to like say with the whole Roseanne thing, it's a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. We can't call out for right wing people to be have the voices taken yes. away. And not for and not for him. Like regardless of whether or not he's apologised, he obviously doesn't believe the things that he said in the past. No. He's not an advocate for, and he's. I think as well as that, because he's very vocal about his views against the current government in America, which I think is why he was. Well, that's the thing too. Like, well, the difference between that and the Roseanne thing is that hers were were current and his were were old. Yeah. And what the the person I was referred to is um, when I was in America, there was a guy. I think he was actually pitching in the All Star game, and as he was pitching in the All Star game, a story broke about how. Uh, he had some tweets where he used the N-word a lot and a lot of homophobic stuff. Now, he's probably like 22 now, so this is mm. like seven years ago. So he was in his late teens, you know what I mean? So this is a kid that we're talking about who has sent these tweets, but this is the age that we're in, you know what I mean? And people were killing him for it. So imagine, like, you just finished pitching, you, I think the no, NL lost. So he's getting interviewed in front of the game. You think everyone's coming over to your locker room to interview about the game? And they're like, what about those tweets from 2006? You're like, what the fuck Man, are I, you I, talking I, about? I get, what? The, I get it all the time. Not so much with that, but, like, I'll get stuff that will come up on my memories on Facebook. And I'll be like, ah, did I fucking post that? <laughs> and it's not like offensive or nothing, but it's just, like, stupid shit. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to delete that make sure that's never seen again. Because it's just, like, idiotic stuff that you, you'd see when you're a kid, like, Throw this one at you, right, with James Gunn, right? People are under the assumption that whenever they post online and whatever they post online in their own time is their business alone. Nothing can be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. Not only is California an at-will employment state, meaning that the California employer has the ability to terminate an employee for any reason at any time, mm-hmm. but a person's right to free speech also does not extend to the workplace. The First Amendment li- uh, limits the government's ability to infringe on your free speech, but not your boss's. Oh. This is especially true if the speech is damaging the image of the company you work for. It, like yeah. Especially Disney as well. Do you know what I mean? it's, it's, there's nothing he can do, really. Yeah. You know, he, 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 he's between a rock and a hard place. Whatever's happened, you can apologise all he wants, but Disney... You know, being a California employer. Yeah. What I, what I think gets me about this, and like difference to maybe some of the right wing people that are preaching hate speech. Mm-hmm. Now, if he's been saying it as a joke, humour, and he's actually he's addressed these things in the past, and we all know how short the public's memory is. So even if and it's now come back to the forefront, like before uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I couldn't tell you who James Gunn was. Yeah, me too. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, the, those two films are two of the biggest ones to come out of the MCU since Marvel started making the films in 2008. I just think that it's, it's, it's a tough one because you can't really argue for him to keep his job because, you see, that's the world we live in. And if we're going to treat right-wing people like that, then we have to do the exact same for people who are maybe a bit more left-wing. Yeah. But what about... Like, people change as they get older. So what, what if... I'm not saying people should be... That's uh, what he said. Yeah, I've got some of the tweets. Yeah, they're rough. <laughs> they're rough. A lot of them are rough. But, like, there's people who, um, like, if I was uh, seven, like, the guy, Josh Hughes, the baseball player that I was telling you about, like, 
let, let's say you're a baseball player and you grew up in the, <coughs> the heartland of America where you're surrounded by people who look like you, no other races, and that's what you know. But now you go to college and you're playing baseball for a college and you get to the pros, you start to meet these people now and you're like, oh shit, these people are the same as me. <coughs> I was ignorant to say those things and think those things. You maybe even had those conversations with those people about them. Like, look, I've, I have used this word in the past and I feel like an asshole for doing that. <coughs> Um, and now they're taking that stuff and they're bringing it back, and it's like, oh shit! Now I gotta relive this, even though I know that I, I know that I've outgrown that. Everyone knows that I've you, outgrown. You're a victim of your circumstance, and I think the problem now with a lot of stuff, especially, is it's trial by Twitter. <laughs> yes. Do you know what I mean? And it is. And the thing is, like you say again, is James Cameron. Yeah, that's some pretty. They're not funny though. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's what he's come out and said. And I think as well that because his brother released a statement on it as well. Yeah. Um, and he says like, I never thought he was funny <laughs> like, my mum doesn't think he's funny but since coming into the world and making the Guardians films and that he's publicly spoken about how he's grown and developed as a person and how he's yeah. he's taken his whatever uh, anger he had towards the world and he's channeled that into his filmmaking Yeah. and he's like he, he said himself that he like he relates a lot with the main character from Guardians of the Galaxy as a bit of a a twat who's yeah. like he's sort of grown and developed as a person I think, man, it's just you've got to go on whether or not you think a person is genuine with an apology. And the fact of the matter is that he's accepted what people have said to him and he's like, well, I've apologised for these before and I apologise for them now. It's not it's who I am. It's not who I am, it's who I was. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us could ever say, well, would say that I'm definitely not the same person I was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a grey area, but I think based on the way that things have went for other people, you can't really grumble with them being sacked. It's this. It's a shitty situation, but I, he'll he'll rebound and he'll get something. I think there's already you know? a petition for Disney to re-sign him. Yeah, but I don't think they will because, like, say, they've someone made a good point. I was listening to a thing the day where they're like, they've made two of the Guardians films now, so they know what the tone is, they know what the humor's like, mm-hmm. so they don't really need him to don't. do a third one. No, it's probably so, good for them. Yeah, so get, get him out of here. Yeah. we can pay someone a quarter of what we paid you yeah. and get the same product, if not better. So. I mean, it's, it's like, I'm glad for him because I like him. I like him as a director. I say, if you haven't checked out the Belko experiments, an excellent watch. But what are you going to do? No. Sorry, Shame. James Gunn. What about um, he's talking about celebrities having shit weeks? Your boy's 6'9. Oh, man. It hurts. That was a strange one. It's a lot. I was reading something that he told the police a different story to what he. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it, you would. You wouldn't tell the police. He, he can't. Coming from where he comes from, he can't tell the police exactly yeah. what happened. But, like, I just hope that this changes things for him. For people who don't know, the, the rainbow-haired rapper 6ix9ine, who the I like. The witch clown prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> who I think is brawl, and the other two things is no. Um, he was coming back from... Oh, he was in a strip club, actually, throwing around a bunch of money, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of jewelry on. Um, they cut off... No, they cut off... They said that they parked a car in front of his... Uh, his driveway, you know, they got him out, they pistol whooped him, brought him in the house where his, the mother of his child was and his child, they robbed him, um, and then they put him in the back of the car, and then uh, he said he ended up escaping, so I ended up running. Mm. Um, a lot of people say there's a PR stuff. He doesn't really need that for his music, though, and I, honest, I don't think he would want that. To be honest with you, man, like, I don't mind his music, but the fact that he looks like Gollum fucked a pack <laughs> of Skittles, that's what I have a real issue with, man. Like, he just... And he just sounds like an idiot. He does sound like an idiot. And but the the thing is, is after um, 
Triple X Tentacion died. He seemed a bit not remorseful, but he just seemed to be like, "Holy shit!" Like this is a wake up call. And then even after that, like his first interview after he got in trouble the other night, he was like, "He's like, I saw myself dying. Like I thought I was gonna die, mm. you know." So it, he's like, "I just gave them all that money. He's like, I can get changed later on. It doesn't really matter to me." Yeah. It's it's a it's a thing, man, as well, because you see, I hear a lot about this. Like, I think it's happened a couple of times where rappers have done what rappers do. And <laughs> done videos and it's this live video they do live videos and they're throwing about money and they're wearing all their yeah, jewelry yeah, yeah. and the thing is there's crooks out there so people are going to know where you are exactly so if it was me I'd be like if you're doing a live video do it from a secure location yeah don't go shouting about where you are because as much as a shame as that is yeah you can't do it no it's like there's been a load of footballers have had their house broken into when they're playing games on the TV so oh, people, yeah. people know their they're houses are empty yeah so they go and rob their houses and it's, it's, a, it's a horrible situation to be in but you have to be smarter when you're famous I know it's it, it's shit to say that because I don't want to be victim blaming but the whole thing stinks of somebody who already knew him oh yeah uh, that's what he I, thinks too know, yeah. it's so easy just to get in then into his house with the wife and kids and everything like that. oh yeah, def- yeah. I definitely my asking you have to if you're going to be a public figure mm-hmm. you then give up the right to privacy it's not yeah. a good thing but yeah. You, you lose an aspect of your privacy. You don't, and you can still use social media and promote your stuff without always being live and in the moment. You know, yeah. you can take pictures, go do what you got to do, and then go someplace else, and then post it and say, "Hey, we were here today, and we did this, this, and that." Yeah. And you still be as controversial as, as whatever you want. Take but. some of your chain money and pay for decent security. <laughs> we, that's the thing; he has security now too. Uh, but obviously, not very. But, good but he's running around in New York, though. He was safe in New York. And do you ever think that? all the live videos and that are because jewelers and people with sponsorships and brand endorsement are saying you need to we'll give you a hundred thousand dollars but you need to do five pictures four live videos oh yeah definitely it's a kind of catch 22 it's not so easy just to go well I'm not going to do that anymore because that might be it might be yeah but then you've got to say it you can obviously have to say to people look after six nine what happened to triple x do you know what I mean? What's happened to countless celebrities mm. who have vocalized? Look what happened to fucking Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Do you know, she, she not post videos she was in Paris and the next you know she was fucking yeah. held at gunpoint. That was an inside job. That had to be an yeah, inside job. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The thing is as well is like, I suppose when you're a public figure you put yourself at risk of that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There was a guy who had a plot foiled to kidnap the wee prince, the wee wow. gremlin baby, the wee blonde, <laughs> George. Oh, so yeah. a guy was arrested for he had a plot to kidnap what's wrong with people right? you know I mean? this is fucking that's what the royal family tells you because they're fucking lobbying for more funding for security or funding for <laughs> fucking something else don't believe everything you're reading the paper I don't even want in Newton give a wee five day job and give a fucking deal with it man sling him into the grammar school and see how he gets on <laughs> nobody will touch him <laughs> in the last two minutes <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah I think I'm, listen, I'm, I'm not a big fan of him as a person I don't mind some of his tunes like they're not something I'll listen to all the time but yeah. a decent gym music but <laughs> fuck man I couldn't imagine that. if somebody came into my house with me at gunpoint and I had my fucking my girl and my my wee boy there that'd be fucking terrifying oh yeah you should so no one deserves that man as much of a cunt as a guy no one deserves to be held at gunpoint but get better security bro nah. maybe with all these rappers getting fucked up maybe that'll Get everybody just to maybe calm down with the flaunting the cash and fucking rubbing it in your face. Well, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, you know, I know Twenty One Savage. He stopped wearing jewelry. He's like, he goes, nobody who's a billionaire now, walks, like Jeff Bezos, don't walk around with big fucking chains. Nah, you know look at Bill Gates doesn't have, you know. Look at Jay Z, man. He's just cutting a boot in helmets and like, 
you, there's there's ways of still showing that you're even people that you see. Like I always th- look when I get on a plane at the people that sit in first class. Cause you know how they parade you through first class, kind of like oh, look at me. <laughs> Speaking of this, <laughs> I'll, I'll finish my point first. Um, they parade you through first class, and I always look at the people. They're, they're very well put together. You know what I mean? You can always tell when someone's got money. The hair's always cut right. Yeah. You know, the shirt's always nice. No one have any stains. No one wearing sweatpants in first class. Everyone has like nice jeans, nice shoes on, and always like nice and proper. You can still be like that, and still people people know you got money anyway. Yeah. You know, I hear you on the radio all the time. Yeah. I see you on TV. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Walking through first class, <laughs> my daughter has this thing. She's big into following like different people on, on YouTube now. She's just, like yeah. part of the YouTube generation. So she saw somebody that she likes. Family goes on vacation somewhere and they sit in business class. And ever since then, every fucking time we go somewhere, oh, I want to sit in business class. I want to go. And I, I was like, you got business class fucking money? Because I don't. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of money. So we're walking through <laughs> first class and my youngest daughter's like, why can't we sit up here? And then my daughter, my oldest daughter, is like, this is business class. And then Sienna goes, so what? Why can't we sit here? And loud so everyone can hear us, because we don't have enough money. And I was oh. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. She's been watching those Casey Neistat videos. Isn't she? <laughs> no, right. no, she's just been listening to me saying, <laughs> you don't have money for first class. She's leaving and goes, ah, yeah, we're doing it. Fuck off. All right. <laughs> Listen, little girl, don't use our bathroom. Okay? Get out of here, you little urchin. <laughs> I remember it was, I was either, oh, I was a comedian in Lake, and he was like, he was, I think it was Jim Jeffries, like, I fly all the time, so I always buy an economy seat. Yeah. But I always get bumped up. Mm-hmm. He's like, and I always make sure I look like shit <laughs> when I go to first class so they know I'm not supposed to be there. Yeah. Oh. That's what you got to do. Planes oh. aren't like, I've noticed, I say this every time I get off a plane, they're not built for people our size. They're not built for anyone over six foot. No. Certainly not built for anyone over like 13 and a half stone. No. Certainly not. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. uncomfortable, man. Super uncomfortable. I just, I can't, I can't even sit in a, like a, a cinema for more than a couple of hours without seriously feeling it afterwards. Yeah. I've got, I've got back problems as it is, man. So like anything that I have to sit in one sort of position without much variation... I'm in bits. Yeah, me too. I don't really like the movie there. You know, I went to the one in Dundee. There's one by the ice skating. Ice cinema world, yeah. Yeah, That's that one's good, nice. Yeah. We kind of snuck into the, the nice seats. Yeah. They were good. Andy, you said something on the show, I think with Murray, where you said about the airplane food, because I put a bra on about the airplane food. Yeah. And you say that it tastes weird because of the elevation. I find yeah. that fascinating. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, no, I, did. I totally blew my nose. I thought, what the fuck? Yeah, so the altitude helps suppress your sense of smell, therefore you can't taste... Yeah, uh, and what annoyed me as well because you know when you get on a flight and they give you food, they always give the vegans or people with the special dietary needs stuff first. I'm like, you motherfuckers, god damn you! I was laughing, I was listening back to the news a bit. We were talking about Vicky and her bacon. I know we should blow her on horns, but that shit was funny as fuck. <laughs> sorry, Matt, who doesn't like us talking about the podcast on the podcast. Yeah, sorry. Um, oh, also, when I got off the flight. Um, that's there was some lady kind of like she had her son and she was waiting by the bag carousel and I got my bag and I was leaving and uh, she was kind of smiling at me shaking my head because she saw me with the girl most people see a dad with two girls and they're kind of like oh wow like guys can't be parents you know what I mean but anyway so you was, keep doing you son I know right did the mom die no she's just at home just here with them why does the mom have to be out of the picture but she was um, she was like oh are you American I was like yeah she's like oh and you live here yeah and I was like yeah, yeah you know I live in Scotland People always feel, make me feel like shit when that happens. They're like, 
Oh, you live here. So you chose to live in Scotland, yeah. And then she was like, where do you live? Because like, she's like, her husband was from Perth, but they live in like Long Island or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I live in Perth. And she's like, you live in Perth? Oh, my God. I was like, that's like the country. She's like, we start, we're staying in Edinburgh today. Oh, my God. How could you live in Perth? And I was like, I'm going to get going now yeah, because I feel like shit now. Show yeah, <laughs> me my new hometown. <laughs> I'm over to Dundee tomorrow. <laughs> Dundee's alright. Dundee's fucking kicking off, man. I love Dundee. Yeah, investment does. Yeah, like, seen that. I was. Uh, I seen that thing on Facebook that the um, the Hurricanes movie Ben Don't Break has finally got a screening date. Yeah, walking that red carpet, baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go along. I think. Oh, you gonna go? Yeah, I'm. That's it. Yeah, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, twenty fifth, twenty sixth August. Twenty fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out to Ben Don't Break. Yes. With five years in the making. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, see if he wants to come along and yeah. talk shite on the podcast. You know, we'll message him. I can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, can but yeah we've got some um, going like that, looks like. So, anyone who's keen for that bend on break, have a look. It's a film about the Dundee Hurricanes. Yeah, we were the worst American football team in, they say, in the country. But we probably were because we were in the lowest division and yeah. we were in the lowest, we were the worst team in that division. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was shot about. Were you on the team at that year? I think it. It was just wrapping up filming that I joined the season after. Oh, okay. And then I think he'd done a little bit extra filming when I was a part of the team. Yeah. Which we did win some games that... We did. So we were no longer the worst Those two seasons that I played, we actually won some games. We were one game off a winning record in one of them, my last season. Oh, man. Aberdeen fucked us up. Bastards. Yeah, so it'd be good to watch that, though. Yeah, no, I'm not down for going through. It's like Saturday afternoon, so... We'll post the details on the page. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we jump into a little bit of... Bra or not? Yeah. Bra or not? Bra or not? Bra or not? I've got one today. Oh, you got another one? Yeah, I just wanted to, I have to get this on the because it's actually something that's pissed me off, but Uh-oh. it's been pissed me off for years. And I want to say it's more of a bra or not, though. Okay. Guys who wear t-shirts that say things like, if found, please return to the pub. <laughs> and I've seen one today that said, six pack coming soon. Oh, when God. I see t-shirts like that, I want to rip them off the person and fucking wrap them around their throat until they stop shaking. I hate that. That, that, that does my thing. It's like, you're not funny, and you're clearly one of these people that thinks you're funny by wearing this shit, but you're not. It's like federal, fit, like FBI, federal booby inspector. So yeah. Go on, away and take yourself for a shite, you arsehole. I feel I only see the, the, a certain type of man wearing those shirts, and it's always a man. Yeah. All right. So I could be sexist here because I never see women wearing crap like this. Nope. It's always a guy who's got a little bit too much weight in the front. You know, he's got a little yeah. overhang going on. Maybe late a little bolding on top. 40s. Yes. Yep. Late thirties, early for early forties. Maybe some sort of a stain on that t-shirt as well because yep. he's just been out doing something. Yeah. Um. I saw one at the airport, but I'm gonna forget it now. Oh yeah, I actually tweeted it out because it was funny, but you shouldn't have it on a t-shirt. <laughs> it, it was like surely not everyone was kung fu fighting, which I thought was funny. <laughs> but. Um, there's things like that and just like oh it does my nothing like just you're not but I hate one of my biggest bugbears is people who think they're funny but they're not mm. and I'm not trying to say that I'm funny but it's people who like one stand up comedian yeah, man, yeah. it's like people who tell that like, everyone thinks I'm hilarious and it's like no you think you're funny no one else does yeah but it's probably it's, I hope it's going to be a no it's a big no for me and I think those t-shirts should be banned and I hate if you it. wear those t-shirts shame on you it's more of the fault of the people who sell them, the shop that sells them. Yeah, but they, they're a business. They're going to exploit it because they know people are they're aware. So it's a no from me. Adults. Uh, it's a tough one because I used to have a couple of T-shirts. One that said, uh, what did it say on it? Did you, does your face hurt because it's killing me? 
And I fucking see won't. that's funny, <laughs> but it's the stuff that's like it's so generic. Do you know what I mean? You see a million of these t-shirts. I mean, see if it's something that's like unique. Somebody gave me a t-shirt once. I'm trying to think who it was, but it said on it, nice legs, what time do they open? That type of shit. Like, <laughs> I'm sure there's a picture of me on Facebook. Where are the <laughs> I fucking swear I've done, man. I'll oh, just man. Uh, I'm betwixt and between, because I wouldn't wear it now. It was cool. Maybe it wasn't cool. It was well, already no, like I, 22, but yeah, like That's when you see grown men. It was like, like the proper old like, dad absolutely, banner. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. No, um, it's, a, it's a no from I've had a look for some bad t-shirts as well and there are some uh, pretty pretty bad ones mate you know like I have a PhD with <laughs> a pretty huge dick oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I only have sex with days with a Y in them yeah things like that like <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, there, there's someone who lives around here every time I go and walk my dog this is a, a bumper sticker not really well higher up on mm-hmm. the bumper but it says if I'm driving fast it's, it's because I need a pool and I was like why would you <clears throat> on your car though like I don't care if you got that shit it's, it's people who like they think they're funny because they'll do that yeah. but they're not actually funny by themselves they can't make people laugh with no. their own jokes they're just like eh 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 <laughs> says poo on it check out the shirt yeah <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna say no. I'm saying no. Cool, thanks. Not all around. All right, cool. Right, uh, next, next year. Next yeah. on the list, anime, bro or no? I find it shocking. Like a lot of people I follow on Twitter who make me laugh, and you see their pictures. They, I don't, you wouldn't put these people with people who watch anime, mm-hmm. but then every now and then they'll put like a joke out there about it. I'm like, I don't understand what that means. I don't know who fucking Goku and Naruto are, and. <sighs> It's, it's never been my thing. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate it as an art form. Yeah. Because obviously it takes a lot of work and it looks striking it's really good. Like the, the bit in Kill Bill, the first one, where it's the origin story of Lucy Liu's character, Onen Ishii. And Is that anime, though? I think it's anime. It's that style of drawing. I'm thinking kind of like... Um, what's that movie with Bruce Willis? And it's kind of looks like a comic book. Sin City. Yeah, is it, is it that? Or maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing. That's not anime. Oh, okay. Anime is like, no, that's not anime, but yeah, I don't like that. Sort of, I'm, not even, I'm going to say Asian, that may be a sweeping generalization, but yeah. that's sort of like. Far East. Yeah, that Far Eastern style of drawing and style of storytelling. <laughs> um, I, I can appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's not something I've ever done. Maybe I should watch it and maybe I like it, but like, it's never something I've sought out to watch I'm sure somebody will post something on the Facebook page of some yeah, really they, good anime yeah like so if there is anything that you would recommend that we watch because mm-hmm. I don't want to cast this on something I don't want anything about so if there's anyone out there who watches anime and has anything that they think we should watch to get us into the genre well there's one that possibly could get us started uh, Will Smith's son does one of the voices for it and the Bodega Boys uh, podcast that I listen to they do some voices in there as well uh, it's on Netflix but if you type in like uh, what's his name? What's Will Smith's son's name? Jaden Smith. You'll be able to find that. I forgot the name of it. I watched a couple of episodes and it was good, mm-hmm. but then a show started up and I kind of forgot about it. So maybe we'll go back to it. Tonight. Well, if there's anyone out there that can recommend us some anime and then we can we can maybe draw a no them because I don't want to say no. Oh, say no. Well, yeah, no. I, I think I'd quite, quite like. I like the style of drawing. I think it looks good. So I'll say bra. Okay. All right. But um, it's not something I watch a lot of. But that the little of it that I know, I'll say bra. 
Well, I just googled the the Jaden Smith thing. It's called Neo Yokio. Neo Yokio. Yeah. yeah, and everything here is all the results coming up straight. The YouTube videos are why it's really terrible. Everything <laughs> wrong with Jaden Smith's <laughs> anime Neo Yokio. Uh, seems Netflix like he's the type of guy. Could have been awesome, but it failed. Aww. He seems like he'd be the type of guy with like, yeah, I love anime, and then you would do something completely. Do you want your anime well, show here? If any listeners do want to send any links so that for Jordan and Mike to watch, fire away. But I'm gonna be fucking watching it. Ah, uh, yeah. Just for Plus, I'm not watching it. Can I just touch on something else? that kind of gets missed out is there is some really creepy aspects towards like oh, younger yeah. girls and stuff like that with oh. certain sort of anime mm. genres of it that's that's Can always be been, like, that's always been the weird, that's always been the weird thing with anime is people sort of assume that if you're into anime you also enjoy anime porn oh no that's always been a weird aspect well that's always maybe it's just the aspect but it's because of how the women and the female characters and even young female characters are drawn is to almost sexualize them. That always creeps me out when I'm watching porn when I see that thing pop up on the side but it has... No, I'm just so it's when you have that... It's when you, when you try it out and you feel like you're really strange like, I hear you, bro. It's like, I've watched plenty of anime porn and it's just not for me. It's right? weird looking like... I can see things man like I can appreciate that it's, it's an art form but yeah I think there is and I think people who are really in anime will probably be, be annoyed that that's the aspect we know but I think that's probably... There yeah, are, it's, a, it's a very widely strung part of it. There are guys in Japan who are besotted, completely in love with these anime characters, mm, yeah. and their whole life revolves around this one female anime character. Yeah. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not really into it. But so then you get people who you get <laughs> what people, I really see about you it. You get people who are like so deep into these second life type video games. Yes, that's what I was going to ask. What would be like the British equivalent? Because America, we have guns. Uh, they have anime in Japan. But what was what's this something that the British people are so in love with besides cues that like you would be like, wow, that's weird. Saying sorry. <laughs> what about tea and coffee? Yeah, uh, probably food, deep fried food in, in Scotland. Oh, yeah. That's what we're fucking in this. We tried this, I but if you try deep frying it, I'll tell you what, deep fry that radio, throw it on the plate. I'll, I'll see a bro for anime. I'm saying no. Nah. Andy just creeped me out too with that talking about the, the girls. I just watch regular porn. So I just want to clarify. I was joking about the anime porn. That's that's not my style. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we had we had one from uh, Mari that I'll say well remember. Oh, okay, yeah. Maza, who was on a couple of weeks ago with Smithy. The current weather. I think it's bra. That's not to like. You know what it is, man? It's like, I just want maybe for every four days of sun, there's mm-hmm. one day of rain. Yeah. Is it, has it not been happening that way? But not even, it's still not been cool. Yeah, like, it's a was it Friday, it peed it down for a couple of hours, and then by tea time, it was roasted. And then Sunday was just like a flat heat. It's no. trending on Twitter just now, hottest day, hashtag hottest day of the year. But well, today, yeah, it well, must well, be. It's not it's not the hottest it's day down south. They've, yeah, they've, yeah. Issued, they've issued an amber warning in England, yeah. telling people to stay indoors because it's not safe. Because it was thirty three point three degrees somewhere in Surrey, I think it was. These people and, would never fucking survive and, and in they, Thailand they were, or in New, even in New York or in LA. England's England's uh, was it, I searched London today when I was on the, the weather app and it's something thirty one degrees four hours ago in London. Yeah, it's uh, averaging about thirty degrees for the, this whole week in London. It's hot. That is hot. It's hot as fuck, man. Yeah, give you the pass. And the thing is as well, <coughs> this country is not built for it. It's because we're used to the cold. I mean, it's thick. 
yeah. thick walls that if there is heat they trap the heat and it gets listen to everybody like that's been moaning about the heat in that as well <laughs> you know it's just I, I just think that you know bad weather is the reason for folk being miserable but it just turns out we're all miserable cunts anyway it doesn't help fuck it man I think I don't mind the weather as long as I love don't it. have to go and do go to work yeah, you know no, I, mean? I, I don't mind it in that way. Oh, that <laughs> sucks to be you, boys. See, every time I see you post like a picture of a tinny on the afternoon or like a fucking golf know, round the match, that guy. <laughs> you know, boys. Honestly, not a lot of golf been going on, but I'm actually Fiona game of golf. I think it's because I've seen all this stuff on the open. I don't actually watch any of it, but I like. I prefer playing golf. I can't really watch golf. No, I can't watch it either. I prefer. I do enjoy playing it, but watching, I just kind of get into. What we're saying about the weather then, bro? No, I'm gonna have to say, bro. I can't say no. Like it's yeah. sticky it's and it's, but like it's better than being freezing cold and yeah. miserable. And I can dry my clothes outside. So, uh, at, from uh, September, we will have all the bad weather that we can handle. So, so don't honestly, worry about it. I don't, I won't mind the winter this year because we've actually had a summer. Yeah, I think my problem for a lot That's of years has been it's been shit winters, but we've had shite summers as well. Yeah. So you know, I'll say I'll say bro. I'm going broad too. Love the sun. Can't get enough of it. Broad away. Uh ringtones. Like having a ringtone other than the ringtones that are on your phone, bra or not. I can't remember the last time I had my phone on. Like, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had the the um what's that show Kevin Spacey was on? We got kicked off. House of Cards. I had the House of Cards theme as a ringtone probably around two, two, three years ago. And I forgot someone heard it and they were like, what the fuck are you doing with your life that you have that as your ringtone? Yeah. And I was like, you're right, sorry. Yes, I, yeah, I just, I've never, like it used to be when you had like the Nokias, your Nokia 3210s, you can make up your own ringtones. Yeah. My mate used to be able to make up, he would make up tunes himself because he was quite musically inclined. So he'd like sit and make the ringtone on his phone and he'd be like, oh, I've got this. And that was back when it was new, but then, when iPhones come in to actually get a song as your ringtone on an iPhone it's a bit of a pain in the ass procedure because you have to gotta buy it you gotta buy it and then put it in your iTunes and then get it on the phone so I'm gonna say no because I honestly cannot remember the last time I had my phone on loud yeah uh, I don't like ringtones at all no, no. Um, I don't. I rarely have my phone off of vibrate I kind of think it's rude when you're someplace and your phone rings yeah, I, I spend the majority, majority of my day at my desk that too yeah and I don't want my phone ringing in the middle of the office and then let's say it's, I can feel it vibrating in my pocket yeah and no one ever phones anyway I hate speaking on the phone no I know that should be the unless thing. someone's dead text me that should be it talking on the phone bro or not but no ringtones Ringtones. Uh, I've just touched on your thing. I used to have the old Siemens C25, and it had uh, ringtones in it. They were monophonic in those days. Yeah. What monophonic yeah. means is you could only play one note at a time. Yeah. <laughs> but you could sit from mind was all programmed Polyphonic and, ringtones. Been when that was the thing. Oh yeah. That was a multi multi million pound industry. Ringtones at one point. It just would have died on And it just went out. I only know one person that has like anything other than a ringtone rather than a ring ring or like something and that's Murray Gedd right. Murray's got uh, the Tourette's boy the Scottish guy with Tourette's <laughs> well, his name is Davey or something Johnny like. Davids Johnny <laughs> so he's got him and then any time he gets a text all he is you fat cow your dog's got tits <laughs> uh, Arthur Daly 
I think my dad still got around to him, but like, I think for him it's still a pretty unique thing. Like, he still like uh, <coughs> loves the fact that you can actually get music on your phone now. It all seems to be like folk above the age of fifty when their phone goes, it's like booting up. It's like some fucking <laughs> it's an orchestra, like Katy Perry or some shit like that. Do you my, know what I mean? My mom has like this orchestra, this soul orchestra band thing going on, and I was like, man, gotta do something about that. I think my dad's got the Clash. You know what I mean? Like my dad's like. I fucking love it. I'll be sitting in my mum and dad's back garden, like, waiting for my, like, having my dinner when I'm around visiting. And then my dad will go in for work and you'll just hear his car for the other end of the seat because he fucking loves just his drive here to Glasgow, just absolutely belting the tunes in that. And your cell pats. <laughs> fucking carry on, big pats. Big pats. Big papa pat. Is your hooker. That's it, that is like literally people even call me Jordan when he introduced me. He's like, oh, you're Pats's laddie. I was like, nah, that'll be me. Pats, sir. We're the same height, but he makes me feel tiny. <laughs> Honestly. Is your dad a, a large fellow? Is he bigger than you? He's like he's six foot two. No, I am six foot two flat. He's like six foot two and a bit. Like weight wise, I mean. I think he's built like a brick shit house. Yeah. Like he's a big old dude. So are you? So is he bigger than you now? Yeah, he makes me look tiny. <laughs> but uh, big pats. That's what he's called. Paddy boy. People still talk about he scored a hat trick for. Uh, oh, who the fuck was it now? Rangers. Nah. <laughs> he's, he scored a hat trick on, on his uh, debut for a team. It was a perfect hat trick, apparently. I'm told left foot, right foot header. Really? Yeah, and he was a centre half day. So is been, that he's been living on that for about thirty years? Do you not see many of those? I assume. Well, you, you, like, you, defenders will score mostly headers from like set pieces and corners and free kicks. Because what they'll do is they'll send the big guys up. Because defenders are usually big guys. Yeah. So they'll send them up. So they're more of an aerial threat. So you don't really hear the defenders scoring hat tricks. Uh, yeah, you're never going to hear a defender scoring a hat-trick, never mind, if he did score one, it's going to be a perfect one. Do you yeah, know so I mean? yeah, he's been riding on that for a long time, people still talk to him about it when he's in the pub. So. <laughs> that's awesome. Some drinks that. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Like, that's man. Man. I wish I did anything well my, enough my to My only sporting moment I still get talked to about from the Hurricanes guys is the, the tackle I made on some poor little bastard in Carlisle, because <laughs> Billy, Billy Mitchell fumbled the, the kick and the poor little bastard obviously didn't know he shouldn't have picked it up but he picked it up and the ball was live and he killed him so he took off to my side and oh, I don't know <sighs> I loved us but the thing was it was just like really usual ones like good hit on the pitch everyone cheers yeah. all everyone heard was Ooh. and no one said it I was like ah oh shit and he never came back on the pitch those were the days have we got any more? Uh, McDonald's filet fish or is it fillet or fish I, I don't eat fish I believe it's pronounced filet fish filet fish alright I was told that it's filet it's fillet but it's fi- French call it filet because mm. that's their language but we'll say filet I don't know I, I don't I'm not a big fish I just fish avoid guy. it anyway I'm not a big fish guy fish French ugh. McDonald's fish filet bra or no no no, I don't like fish, so it's a no for me. Like, I, I mean, I've had them before, and they're actually all right, but I would never order it <laughs> because I think people. Do they even still do them? In the, I've never actually uh, seen them uh, advertised. Yeah, sure they, they do. do. Yeah, yeah, they don't there's advertise. a reason why they do. Them. I watched a YouTube thing about how the filet fish was invented. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, because I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> um, no, but what are you going to say though? Always on a quest for knowledge. No, but. I really didn't obviously soak much of it in because I can't remember fuck all about it. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like it'd be the most uh, gripping YouTube video available. Did, yeah, well, I've not, I've not got my notes. I didn't know that you were, you know, <laughs> going to talk about this, but I've never, I'm like you, I don't eat fish. I've never had one, so nah, I couldn't. No, no, big fan. I'm just going to say, no, nah. I don't like fish. No. Why would you have a fucking. 
<laughs> fish hang anyway, man. Okay. Why don't you not be in there for a hang on nugget box, man? <laughs> I, I didn't actually eat any of the beef. If I go into McDonald's, it's for a chicken product. Really? Yeah, man. Because like, the burgers are yeah, just nuggets, but the burgers are just so disappointing. No, about, no, man. They're about, this, about as thin as a slice of paper. No way. No, man. That chicken legend burger. Now that's some shit. That's a proper chicken breast, lettuce, spicy mayo. Mother, I might go and get one right now. The new thing in America now is those like uh, what's it called in Dundee? Five guys. Oh. It's like that 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 halfway between a restaurant and a fast food thing, mm. and but they just charge you what a restaurant would charge you basically. Oh, so now they're they're scattered all over the place. Five guys is. Five Guys is great. I might actually have to go through Dundee soon just to get a Five Guys. Five Guys is good. Hot dogs better than the uh, hamburgers. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Unpopular opinion. Do you want to quickly know why the filet fish is at McDonald's? I do. I'm dying to tell you. Go on. Basically, some guy came up with the idea. He went to McDonald's owner Ray Kroc uh-huh. um, with the idea. Kroc wasn't too sure on it. So he basically said, uh, if I put this on the menu, go up against the, the hamburgers... <laughs> Um, it was like up against Croc's own hula burger, which was grilled pineapple with cheese on a cold bun. Oh, and the filet fish one, hands down, and that's how it then oh, ended up on the menu. I've seen that. There's I a did, really good animated video about it on YouTube. I did once try the. I went to. Was it Viva Brazil in Glasgow? Yeah. And they finished with the roasted pineapple seasoned with cinnamon. Oh, that sounds really good. That was really fucking tasty. Mm. Deadly. Wait, well, we didn't. We've only, it's only been a couple of days since we were last here. Yeah. Is there any more raw noise before we move along? No, that's all I got. I've got well, we've got the... We usually do what are we watching and listen to this week. What have you been watching or listening to this week? I've got a couple of things just because I spent most of yesterday on the sofa. <laughs> uh, we've seen that. First of all, I watched... I rewatched the first half of Pulp Fiction on Saturday before I went out. Yeah. And I forgot how much I fucking love that film. Awesome movie. Just like the first half, man, the, the dialogue is... You can almost see that can be scripted because of how well the actors portray it in the style of just a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like the first bit with Tim Roth and his girlfriend before they stick up the cafe. Is it Tim Roth? It is Tim Roth. It is. Yeah. yeah. Before they stick up the cafe, before that, any of you fucking pricks move. <laughs> and then, She's hyping oh, that scene. That was, <laughs> was that before a Prodigy tune? It's on one of the Prodigy albums. I will see. I'll oh, see but and then, well. then there's the first bit where uh, Samuel Jackson and Vincent Vega, John Travolta's character in the car, and then there's the scene where they go and interrogate the boys. And like I remember watching it, I, I forgot for the first time in ages that one of the boys is speaking to Samuel L. Jackson and he just shoots the boy in the head while the other guy's mid-sentence and I forgot and I like dropped Is that when they're in the car? No, when they're, when they're in the room and they're talking about the burgers. Oh, and yeah, the yeah. Like, oh, I didn't mean we had the best of intentions, blah, blah, and he just, poof, and just shoots the guy who's yeah. like lying next to him out of nowhere. And I totally forgot about it, shot myself. <laughs> but I forgot how good that film is. I also watched some of a new series on Netflix called Dark Tourist. Mm. It's a... A journalist from New Zealand who he says he's always had a bit of an interest in the macabre, um, and basically there's a and there's an industry around there called dark tourism. It's people going around like spots where serial killers, just like there's a like a Manson tour or a Jeffrey Dahmer tour, or um, you can go around the the nuclear fallout sites from Fukushima in Japan. Mm-hmm. So there's all this dark there's this dark tourism. So we watched a couple of episodes of that yesterday. Well worth a watch. You don't have to watch them in any order either. Like we sort of picked and choose the ones that we thought looked interesting mm-hmm. and I also watched the first episode of an older one that was 
Neil deGrasse Tyson's Cosmos. Oh, oh man, that's I true. love him. That so like, I watched the first episode. I just pumped is on. He, is he? Because uh, Carl Sagan obviously did the original Cosmos. Yeah, are, th- are they I've, redoing it again? Well, you know, it must be. Something. I think it's been on Netflix for ages, but I've meant to watch it. And then Chuff was reading something, so I was like, I'll ping this on while I'm waiting. And we ended up watching the whole episode. Oh, man, it's probably. But anyways, as well, it is, and it's directed by Seth, it's produced, sorry, by Seth MacFarlane. All right. And the premise is, like, he's on, like, a CGI ship, and he flies you around the cosmos and talks you through it. Cool. And it's fucking brilliant. So oh, I like that. Yeah, honestly, if you've even just got, like, time to go, I think you'd have to binge it, but, like, see if you've just got an hour to kill, bash an episode on, and the first episode, I was just like, ah, because you're just like... But he does it in a way that's quite accessible. I think that's what Neil deGrasse Tyson is really good at. He's smart as fuck, but he's good at laying it out in a way that he's good, he's good, understand. He's good at explaining things in relative terms. Like layman terms, Carl yeah. Sagan and what the original yeah. Cosmos series was. So it looks really dated now when mm. you watch it back. I think that's probably why they've redone it. But like, but, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's his ability to put things into perspective so that you can understand uh, the enormity mm. well, yeah, the, the graphics yeah. has always had a decent bit of money put behind it because it looks fantastic yeah. it's obviously CGI to out the hill but it looks tremendous so I'd really 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 recommend oh. having a look if you've got time to kill I'm going to watch one tonight yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to go as soon as I go home tonight I'm going to watch the second episode because it is well worth watching because uh, I, I spent most of my day on the couch yesterday I still had things to report on yeah, I actually did because after I left you guys on Saturday, um, I went to see my pal, picked up, like I said, got a couple of munchie boxes, yeah. spicy chicken pizza and that as well, um, and then sat and watched a couple of movies. But I've actually been watching, I haven't mentioned it any weeks, that 24 Hours of Police Custody mm-hmm. on Channel 4. I've just been watching that. Yeah, just binging daily. No, it's just one every week when I'm sort of random, like, oh, you've got that on the box? And I get the new episode on. <laughs> I, it's good, it just follows a particular story, you know, mm-hmm. a particular crime, and then, you know, the 24 hours following it afterwards. Uh, a couple of other things I watched. I watched a film called The Visit. Is that the, the grandparents? The grandparents, aye. So the two kids, that, they get sent to go, uh, I think it's Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So they get sent off, or Pennsylvania rather, as a state. And they get sent there to go and visit the grandparents. But one of the kids is like making like a documentary of it. Mm. It's like a found footage type deal, eh? Kind of, but it's really weird because they break the fourth wall constantly. So you're just like... Oh, because they're speaking to the documentary. Yeah, and it feels like they're speaking to you as well, even when they're not breaking the fourth wall. It's it's a really weird one. It wasn't that scary. I watched it. I'm going to give it a monkey sword fight. One banana. (laughs) Woo! Oh, one banana for that. And then I finished off my night after I had my donut and my, my pizza and all that. With indigestion, it would yeah, seem. Uh, dengue. Uh, <laughs> dengue. I, I actually watched a, an old film with Owen Wilson in it called Hall Pass. I remember. I, oh, I've seen that. That was funny. <laughs> it was all right, Just man. brain fucked TV. I, I, I sat there, I was just like, come on, man, I'm needing a comedy or something. I'm like, it's half past me. It's all right. It's like... Uh, yeah, what a load of fucking shit that was. I just knew that the women would be out on the smash instantly and the guys would just be fucking up. Yeah. Pure dad chat getting pissed in the bar and that, man. Fuck I, man. It was dark. Hollywood is sexist. Guys can never do anything right in Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood is accurate. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much that's pretty much all I've, I've watched the last couple of days. Mickey Dodge, you got anything to report? Uh, yeah, so I talked about it briefly on the last show, but I didn't know the name of it. The movie's called 12 
12 strong. It's about uh, 12 soldiers that go into the mountains of Afghanistan to hunt the Taliban after 9-11. And they have to kind of enlist some of the local tribes that don't get along to go find the Taliban and chaos ensues. So it's it's pretty good. Uh, It'll probably be on Netflix or, or one of those things within the next few weeks, I would assume. Um, music wise, I've been listening to a lot of old shit because, well, of course, I need to download the, uh, I was gonna say Oasis, but I gave him a, a null last week. Um, Nirvana. Download the Nirvana album, and I was listening to that the other day, and I knew three songs instead of only one. So I misspoke last week. So, oh, okay. but still not enough for the t shirt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Keep going through the album, and I'll report back when we're done. Um, a song that was on the Madden soundtrack like ages ago. It was called "Diamond Life" by Tyga. It's uh, it's pretty catchy, and I just maybe I just I think about it in a good way because it was on Madden, and yeah. I was young when I heard it, and I was like, oh, I get that with some FIFA tunes, some songs over here that used to be on old FIFA's, and I used to like bangers. We do it all the time. Having a few drinks, put on the FIFA 11 soundtrack. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. some always crackers on it. They do a fantastic. The best, the best one I remember was FIFA 2006. Hmm. I had Clubfoot by Kasabian and I had a couple of belters on it. That was the Madden 09 soundtrack. Was it? Oh my oh, god! Shit. So that would be now, what, 2008? So that, yeah, that track would be 10 years old now. Jeez, oh. Yeah, it will be June, June 2008. I feel old. Wow, it was also on Need for Speed Undercover, the game as well. Really? Featuring uh, Patty Crash. Yeah, he like, done well, Tiger. Wow. Okay, that's what it's all about. <laughs> Sync it up, make the life with some money, man. Uh, my boy 6ix9ine got a song with Nicki Minaj out, Fifi. Mm-hmm. Fifi is pretty good. Oh, you love Nicki Minaj? I love her. Like, I'll tell you what, she's man, going downhill. She's got, there uh, I don't know. But see, some, see, when she gets her verse right, man, she's got fucking some yes. cracking bars. Like, oh, I didn't mean like, I love the raps and that. <laughs> oh, no. He loves her big, big love the ass. booty. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe this one you'll like KRS One. Step into my. You don't like that, do you? No, it's not that. KRS One's uh, been defending. People who touch kids and Ooh. all that kind of stuff, and a lot of these fans are not his fans anymore. Who was it that's been touching kids that he was defending? Uh, I'll need to bring this up. Um, while he's bringing that up, uh, also, so it's kind of not new, but on Kendrick Lamar's last album, it's called Love. Um, it just goes to speak how good advertising is because when I was in America, I saw promotion for the All-Star game and it showed all the baseball players that were in the All-Star game kind of kissing their bats and like licking their bats and like just mm-hmm. random spare sh- uh, shots you know that they did during games and the song was on and it just got stuck in my head I was like holy shit this is a really good song I ended up downloading it so props to anyone at ESPN who put that commercial together because it worked nice. it was uh, Africa Bamba Oh, he's a creep. Oh, yeah, no. From a couple of years ago, booted off because um, oh. he, he came out and he basically said he didn't give a shit if Bamba had molested all these kids and that kind of stuff. And yeah. The whole hip hop community is like, okay, so you want to be, you know. Who's this again, sorry? Afri- uh, KRS1. Oh, shit. You know, how he's such a preacher and all that kind yeah. of stuff for, for the hip hop. You know, he's been there since the beginning, but. I didn't even know that about Africa and Bambada until I heard a podcast, and one of the guys who he molested was on that show. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. shit. That guy was up to some bad shit, man, for a while, so for a long Africa time. Africa Bambada. Yeah, like one of the OG, like original, original he rappers in the Bronx. Zulu yeah. I don't know anything about it. I'll have to read up on it just so I can actually see you. I'll, I'll send you the link. I'll post on the page. The yeah. interview's pretty funny. But um, 
and the guy you can tell the guy's fucked up now because of it mm. but uh, I'll put the link on the Facebook page and I'll send it to you guys but really really good story and I had no clue I had absolutely no clue but shit like that happens everywhere man Jesus you know what I was thinking man see guys where, like people come out and like apologists I'm like I'm never sure what they're trying to achieve yeah like it just I don't I don't know if it's just like it's one of the things that I won't understand because I think people like KRS one think that they're bigger than everything yeah. so they're kind of like oh I can say this and get away with it it's like nah don't no, you, you, <laughs> you can't you, you cannot uh, that's really disappointing to hear that about him that's really yeah. disappointing yeah that's a couple of years old that now and that's that's kind of where you see a lot of folk going oh wait the KRS one gig and that down in Cardiff tonight folk like oh fuck him do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying um, so yeah Right, well, not to stop on a, a shite note, so why don't we finish up with one of Andy Mack's stories of the week for the yeah. interview? Well, I can't remember if I mentioned this to you last week or not, but remember we talked, or was it Saturday, we talked about pimple popping videos. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There is now, did I mention you can now buy a cake which has actual spots on it that you can burst? Oh, no. So uh, let me take you through it. A cake with pimples that can actually be popped is here to take your spot-squeezing obsession to the next stage. So basically, it's like a woman's face. Mm -hmm. It's like the cake, and it's got all these big, like, red spots. But then what you actually do is squeeze them on the cake. Yeah. And then, like, this chocolate and, like, yellow sort of peanut butter stuff then comes out the spots and that as well. Uh, it's for a company we'll give them a shout out a quick plug it's the Cakescape company in Kuala Lumpur <laughs> <laughs> guys guys I go worldwide for these stories oh, for you man I, I search the internet for this shit for you ship us a free cake since we mentioned you well tagging us <laughs> but they've been receiving orders for these unusual creations for months with plenty of women ordering them for hen parties uh, which I'm not it's, really it's sure about like Megan had uh, poached eggs or fried eggs with her uh, or tea earlier mm-hmm. and it was just I was like can I, can I pop them <laughs> like to put the knife in and slice it it's creepy for, oh man it was satisfying though <laughs> I heard there's maybe a TV series coming a oh. Dr. Pimple Popper TV series does she not have one already? Sandra Lee she's got a YouTube yeah. channel but I've heard there's an actual oh. TV show I've heard, I've heard that's in the works mm. I've awesome, watched yeah. the fucking shit dude she's that. got two and a half million subs on YouTube man she'll be coining it in on that Coin ad money I was watching a wee thing the day actually on um, just talking about YouTube was it what's the guy what's the young the young black guy from London that does YouTube videos oh uh, um, Sounds like, something like KSI oh KSI 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 yes yeah I was, I was watching it was, it's mental how they can do it because it was just it was just like a quick one on Snapchat it was like one of the Vice mini interviews yeah and I was like you know so he just started making videos of himself playing FIFA mm-hmm. and now he's a millionaire, a millionaire. like it was to get around his apartment and it's like he's got like a penthouse apartment in London and he's got this big like sort it's like a walled outside area but like a garden area mm-hmm. and he's like yeah I'm getting a hot tub airlifted in next week I'm like what? so I've been watching his videos since about 2012 because mm-hmm. he used to do Ultimate Team mm-hmm. so being a big FIFA Ultimate Team player yeah. he used to just do these crazy outrageous Ultimate Team videos and that's where he got his following and then before you know it he's Blowing up, he's doing music, he's up to well, is he not about to, He's not about to fight one of the Pauls. He's about to fight Jake Paul. Yes. I fucking hope he mashes his cunt. He <laughs> fought Joe Weller, he's the undisputed YouTube boxing yeah, champion. Because <laughs> I've got Shannon's guys. Cannon Briggs is uh, his compare in the fights. He's been the guy that's been like hyping the yeah. crowd in that. He was like, Let's the, go, champ. Yeah, he was like the Dana White character in between them. I yeah. just hope both of those Paul cunts get their lanky, <laughs> curly headed faces punted right through their teeth. 
Yeah, they're not very. They don't come across as very nice guys either, Jake or Logan Paul. No, right. especially now he's, he's making a documentary about how he's changed as a person since he videoed a dead person. Right, he's, he's an asshole. Arsehole. Fuck. Is it raining again? Fuck Jake Paul and Logan Paul. Fuck and Jake Cole. And Jake Cole. <laughs> Fuck Jake Cole and Jack Black. Right, anyway. <laughs> on that <laughs> on that way on a nice point of note thank you very much again for listening thank you everyone who's fed back over this bumper period we'll be back next week with another yeah. very special guest uh, email us at monkeysurfitpodcast at gmail.com if you want to come on and speak to us don't be shy even if you just want to come on for a chat come on for a chat did it be shy your mother wasn't it as I like <laughs> to say favourite <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are on twitter at msf underscore podcast we are on facebook Podbean and iTunes Monkey Sword Fight Podcast. I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. That's W A G J U A N P A T R I C E. Follow me. I am on Twitter at underscore M Dats. And I'm at Macapella. Until next time, people, thank you for listening. Peace.